Hey there, and welcome to the daily podcast where wisdom smacks us with kisses or love taps. I'm Michelle Spiva, a wisdom strengthening coach, your host, and practical priestess of wisdom. Join us daily to gain wisdom and mental strength as we tackle innovative thinking, address emotional and behavioral life traps, and yes, provide you with some practical how-tos to wrap it all up. So settle in or crank up the speed 2x, whatever gets your mental processes firing as we dive in. Stay tuned. So, tomorrow is your first day. Are you excited? Uh, I guess. I'm actually a little scared. Girl, don't be worried about that. You gotta trust yourself. This is a new beginning. Hey, this is Michelle Spiva, your Practical Priestess of Wisdom. And I want to welcome you to today's podcast of Wisdom Smack. So join me on the flip as we get into Trust the Magic of New Beginnings. I'll see you on the flip. All right. Today we're talking about trusting the magic of new beginnings. And as you can tell, I'm a little excited about it. I'm excited because I am loving the power of the zeitgeist right now. And so at the time of this recording, we're on the precipice of a new year and a new decade. So we get a double whammy. Yeah. Uh, Everyone has collectively agreed upon this time as a huge change. And I'm going to tell you, when a lot of people agree on something, that subtle energy becomes palpable power to produce magic. And so now is the time to dip into that readily available pool to do some very magical things. But Of course, you've got to be able to prepare yourself to get ready and to be able to navigate this um, kinetic firestorm of change that's coming our way. And so I got you. I'm going to be giving you some wisdom smacks, serving them up to you that you can knock that ball out of the park. So let's get into it. All right. So as I just said, there is a lot of power available to access. And this power has the ability to propel you into the new year and the decade. Or if you're not aware, it also has the power to pummel you into the ground with the overwhelm of how tumultuous it can be. And so I am starting to sense it. And I wanted to make sure I shared it with you all because this is not just another uh, new year coming. This is the change of a decade. And for my numerology people out there, I'm pretty sure you guys are loving the fact that we're getting into an even feminine number and a number which is the first foundation of four, of stability. It is the time after the uh, Uh, chaotic number of change and um, 
And uh, the, the three uh, that if you take those numbers of 2019 and, and boil them down, you get down to that three. And just being able to grasp onto ah, a little breather. But there is always another side, a, a dark side of that. And with this for energy, this stable energy, you got to be careful that you don't take it for granted as being stagnant where you become stingy and too comfortable and scared to move out of your comfort zone. Due in part to how uh, the previous year might have whipped you all upside your head <laughs> and uh, and caused you to be like, uncle. So um, that's for my, my uh, reach out to my numerology people who uh, work in, in that energy of uh, the cosmic all. So for the rest of my folks, I want to just, you know, say that, yes, this is a double whammy where it is the end of not only a year, but the end of a decade. And then we are moving into a new time. And this time has a lot of magic to it, where logic is on the sideline as a spectator watching the show. There are going to be events happening in ways that can't be plotted, they can't be reverse engineered to be understood, and they sure as sugar can't be predicted. You see, with magic, magic is um, that technology, that knowledge that we have yet to crack. And so it falls into the realm of the fantastical unknown. And that is what we're going into. So with that, you can already you can already forecast some of the the changes that are coming uh, in the U.S. We're gearing up for a, an election uh, to determine uh, who sits in the top office of the land uh, in other um, areas around the world. They're going into how they're going to communicate and interact, the kind of relationship they're going to have with their Europe, European siblings for the countries. And there's a lot going on. I'm pretty sure there are things going on in many of the other nations, but for the sake of time, I got to move it on. All right. So I want to also say this is that the only true expectation you can have is that you can um, anticipate that a, a new way of life awaits you. And no matter what your physical age I want you to know that you have a brand new life waiting for you. Ripe, ripe for the tape, for the taking. Let me slow this down. Ripe for the taking. Yeah, let me make sure I get that out right. So what does that mean? That means new rules. Oh, yes, new rules. Now, when we talk about rules, I, I like to borrow from um, the way Dr. At, at um uh, Mortimer Adler says it in his book, How to Read a Book. Y'all, I love that book. I'm actually going back through it right now. And so I'm, I'm channeling the good doctor. But I like the way he talks about rules. And he says rules are really just an expression of the ideal. And so when we talk about new rules, we're talking about the new ideal of what is possible and what is available and obtainable. And so if you are coming out of a period uh, where you were you ready to change? That's a good thing because there are new rules of engagement to be had. And with that, the way 
you engage in this new dispensation of time means that there are certain things that you're going to have to work through. And one of the biggest ones I know for me and for a lot of people is that ever-present nagging fear. Uh, Fear, not just the unknown, but fear that the things that have nagged you and dragged you down in the everyday every day, and even in the past, will continue. And that is one thing that I can say that if you dare to do it, dare to dream it, you can have it. And that is you can make a clean cut. You see, when there are times when you have these uh, great energies happening in your life, you there are just a lot of things you can do. You can really have a Neo moment where you put your hand up to your circumstances and to your life and you're like, enough, no, no more. I've moved. I'm not the same person. I'm on a different frequency. I'm on a different level. And so I'm not dragging you into my new way of life. I'm not dragging dead deer up hills. And you can do that. Most people are like, huh? Try it. You know, what do you have to lose? Try it. Make a list if you need to. Brain dump all the stuff that you have had it with that you are no longer willing to entertain or feed. Uh, Remember the other day when we talked about uh, rescuing yourself from burnout? And then uh, yesterday when we we talked about um, how to give yourself a power boost? That's part of this. That's, That's part of this magnetic energy that is pulling you towards your your new life. And so you can get past fears of stuff continuing to plague you in this new time. Oh, yes, you can. And with that, what I want you to do now, this is something that I have been uh, working with at, at least for the last two weeks. And it wasn't that I tried to conjure it up. It's just that this is what was boiling up uh, from the depths of my being. And I was like, what is this? Because <laughs> it did not feel well. Uh, but I, I when I sat with it and meditated on, pondered on it, I was like, oh, that's brilliant wisdom. And so I wanted to share it with you. If you'll allow me, I just want to share a bit of my vulnerability and hopefully it'll help you. And that is, this is the mantra um, that I have been, been uh, meditating on and focusing on. Um, and that is that to move into a respectful exploration of the new, I have to release the known comfort that has become a coffin. You see, I am in the stages of dismantling, demolishing actually, my coffin of known comfort that I will not take into this new time. It's a new day. It's a new dawn. (laughs) And I'm feeling good. (laughs) Channeling Nina Simone there. (laughs) So, yes. Release that known comfort that has become a coffin and you'll be able to do a lot of new things that you're not even aware of. Now, one of the things that um, I have been noticing with this this new breakup of I'm not, you know, becoming aware with what I have become too comfortable with was that the unknown is still scary. No matter how old you are, how many resources you have, how much support you have, there are only certain things that you cannot get around or outsource, and that is your own life. You can't pay somebody else to live your life. You've got to live it. And the unknown is scary. It's scary for me. And one of um, the areas that 
I have found that I had become comfortable in is being able to predict, kind of like Babe Ruth putting his bat up to the fence and saying, the ball is going there. It's, it's going to be a home run. I had gotten to the point where I was able to predict, you know, if I put in this effort, do this thing, then I'll get this. And I can't rest in that because remember, this is a time of magic. This is a time of serendipity, you know, of um, auspicious occasions happening because you went out into a new adventure. And I am having to embrace the fact that I can't know everything before I take the action. And I don't know if that's a curse of experience and of getting uh, proficient in something, but I'm going to tell you, it's real scary. And so the wisdom that I have been getting around that is that um, I have to confront the barrier wall of my thoughts. You see, we all have them. And if you haven't heard anything, you know, you've made it to this point, you've drifted off, come on back because this is important. I want to let you know that there is a barrier wall of thought of your construction. And this barrier wall of thought is not necessarily thoughts of fear that you can't do something. Oh, no, it can be. But for a lot of us, a lot of us, that barrier wall of thought is kind of like saying you have reached the end of the Internet. All that you need to know is here. I remember when I was researching some things about um, the advent of the personal computer and how Microsoft uh, said that everything you need can be contained on like what it, it was a small amount, like kilobytes, a, a small amount of kilobytes. And that's all you need. And we're done. Basically, that's what they were saying. They were like, we're done. You, you've reached basically you've reached the end of your capacity. And in today's world, we look at that and we laugh. We laugh at the audacious, um, the audaciousness of the uh, of the statement that they were willing to put that out. And that's what the barrier of thought is for us. It's that barrier wall that makes us think that, oh, we got this on lock. We know everything there is. And I'm trying to tell you, with coming into a new year and a new decade, oh, baby, baby, things are about to change. The logic of your past does not equate to today. We are having to learn that X equals Y. Yes, that one plus one equals three. And that what is up may be to the left and what is down may be eastward. We're having to go blindly into this time, but it should not be a time where you 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 um look at it as being scary and not wanting to go into it. No, embrace it. And when you when you realize what your barrier of thought is, maybe it is a traditional uh scariness of fear of the unknown, or maybe it is that barrier of thought that tells you, I got this on lock. I'm on coast. I know what I'm doing. Get rid of it. Because what that prevents you from doing is this. It prevents us. Let me own this. It prevents us from making things too complicated and too hard. I mean, uh, uh, well, too easy. Excuse me. It, it keeps us making things too complicated. It, it um, separates us from making things too easy. Uh, it it kind of like 
in, um, disables us from being able to stack the deck in our favor. And why do I say that? I say that because if you think that you know what the game is, you think you know what's happening and what's going on, then you will not know when the cloud of opportunity to live your best life has shifted. You won't know when to, to realize Is it time to get a new this or a new that? Is it time to change my job or my career? Or is it time to uh, strive for better in a, a, a new level, a new avenue in my relationships? Heck, is it time to look and see what and who you've been taking for granted? Because the familiarity of uh, knowing them. What is that, that famous quote? That familiarity is what breeds contempt. Yes, that's part of that wall of thought uh, that prevents us from making things easy, of having that renewed light of being as a child to see things with the magical wonder of the great what ifs. And I want to say this, in getting past that barrier of thought, making things easy and learning how to truly stack the deck in your favor to go into this time of high magic, I want you to realize that everything in life is a negotiation. In um, uh, High Magic, and you may or may not know of e- Elias Levy, but he was a um, a French mathematician um, in the uh, Age of Enlightenment. And uh, he wanted to be, well, it doesn't matter what he wanted to be. Anyway, he became an alchemical scientist and he left some truisms. He is uh, the reason why we uh, have certain life paths and can connect geometry with um, the uh, spirituality of um, the Hebrew language and with powers and all this kind of stuff. If that's not your bag, don't worry about it. All I'm saying is this, is that when he talks about the two pillars of Solomon, Solomon the wise, you know, the the ancient king of the Israelites. He talks about the two pillars and he talks about the uh, Bora and the Jachana. And he talks about them being the pillars of severity and mercy. And as I was meditating and, and trying to figure out why am I in flux? What is going on? You know, I knew in my head that this was going to be a new year and a new decade coming, but I didn't realize that there was a lot of stuff at work. And when I started meditating, journaling, writing it down and doing some work on it, because I felt such a dis-ease that I, I didn't know what was going on, I had to realize that I had a barrier of thought that kept me making things too complicated, trying to figure out and forecast what I was doing. And oh, let me just tell you a little bit about that. The reason why I'm I'm talking about this. So every year in December, I, I, like I said, getting used to my own comfort zones. Every year in December, I always try to, you know, forecast out what I'm going to do. In my office, I have an uh, a entire wall of of my office that is a magnetic whiteboard. And I forecast stuff. I put down the goals that I want. I plan it out. I do it by quarters. I even try to do a little bit of the 12-week year planning. And none of it was working. None of it was sticking. None of it felt 
um, like it was connecting with my whole being. And I was like, what is wrong? And I realized that I had this wall of thought barrier that was making me do things that I thought were just the way things are done. And I was making the process convoluted and I was uh, crippling myself because I was using the known comforts of my wheelhouse that had become my coffin. And so thinking about what Eli, uh, um, Elias Le- Levy says, he, he talks about we must learn how to stand between these pillars. We're not supposed to um, uh, deny one to embrace the other, but we're supposed to learn from them. And so the pillar of severity is that pillar that is... Um, the one of boundary, of uh, responsibility, and the one that reminds us of what we what we uh, do that uh, keeps us in line with our path, and then the one of mercy is the one that when you wake up in the morning, you experience the pillar of mercy. Uh, When you take in that breath and you find yourself able to think correctly and your body and mind are working and they come online the way they're supposed to. And so you have this pillar of severity challenging you to evaluate your boundaries and to make sure that you are running at the optimal best that you can. And that's what was clashing in on me because I was phoning it in. I was writing on my board and I was like, oh, okay, I'm gonna do this and do that. And I was like, no, no, this is not right. This is not flowing. This is this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. And because of that, I was like, I'm scared. And that's when it hit me that I needed to start trusting the magic of new beginnings. So everything is a negotiation. And that means every day that you are trusting this magic of new beginnings, you are trusting that you are working in and following your true north, not because you know where it is, but because you tend to get there and you have a desire to get there. Um, one of the uh, areas that has really been on my mind, and it's been because I've been blessed to work with a few people this this uh, season, and they've been talking about high expectations. We did a podcast on it the other day, where this is the season of high expectations, and there's a lot of pressure on people right now to deliver and to hit these expectations. And I um, made a, a few notes when I was dealing with my process that I normally do in, in December that wasn't working, and and that was this that. The best way to achieve something is not necessarily to meet other people's high expectations, but instead it's to embrace quest. You see, as a a fiction writer, um, in some of the genres that I I write in and consult in, um, one of the main premises is that there is a hero's journey. And a hero's journey is a cyclical story where you end where you start. But when you come back to that starting point, you come back as the hero, as the person who has saved yourself and others and who should be celebrated. And in that, there is a quest that has been um, engaged in. And that quest, and these are things, like I said, these are things that I just normally remind myself when I'm constructing them and when I'm helping people to construct theirs. And that is a quest needs to have a goal 
It needs to have a hero or a heroine. It needs to have a talisman or an object of power. It needs to have a goal and it must have a lesson to be learned. And one of the things that I realized with my expectations and of, you know, and dealing with other people who were dealing with high expectations is that there was no quest in doing what we were doing. And that, and bear with me, that when you look at an expectation, there should be some type of lesson, some type of journey, and some type of talisman of power that you achieve when you meet that expectation. And so what I've what I've come to 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 note is that for me and for the people that I know that I'm I'm interacting with, this is the wisdom that we're working with. And and take it if it works for you. And if not, it's okay. But that is to don't focus on being a high achiever. Focus on being a self-believer. Because when you believe in yourself and you go about achieving something or trying to achieve something, you go on a journey and you might get to a new point or you might get to the same point you were when you started, but you're changed. You are changed for the better, hopefully, and that you become that person who is someone you like, someone you appreciate and you respect. You see, that's all entrusting the magic of new beginnings because a new beginning is inherently a new journey. And if you can't even figure out what the journey is entailing, I'm you know, not entailing, but what the journey is composed of, then you're sunk from from the start and you end up running in a circle at the starting line. And so in my last few minutes, let me talk about a few other things that I wanted to leave you with, with trusting the magic of new beginnings. And that is to become accurate at completing your ideas and dreams. That's one of the best things you can do. When you don't know what's ahead, when you don't know what to expect, okay, and everything is out of order, it's new and unfamiliar, become accurate at completing something. And when I say accurate at it, meaning that you do the best you can with the resources you have for the task at hand. And that takes out a lot of that barrier of thought thinking where you, um, try to rest on the laurels of who you were before. It allows you to look for easy ways to do things. It allows you to stack the the deck in your favor because you're not encumbered with all of that crap and that um, those thoughts of, well, this is how we always did it. This is how we used to do it. No, just focus on completing an idea and a dream that you have to the best of your ability as accurately as you can. And that is how you start progressing. Um, There are some um, things that I want to achieve that I have no way of knowing how to do them or any of that. And uh, putting this treatment of what I'm talking about with you guys, of trusting the magic of new beginnings on what I'm trying to do, I've come to this this little thing um, that I'm actually doing. And it's, it's it's, it's totally different from how I usually just go full bore forward with a plan of attack and all of this. And that is that I'm giving myself permission to tinker until it's done. I was uh, listening to an interview by a gentleman who is leading the technology in um, printing houses. 
you know, so how, you know, how you can uh, print um, um, anything now. Well, he's leading this, this um, dynamic technology, but he is not technical. And he, when interviewed, he said, well, what I did was, is I did it the entrepreneurial way. He says, I went and grabbed all the books I could on um, Amazon uh, for how to digitally print stuff, Um, not digitally print, uh, but uh, with, with the, the printing. And he said, and none of it dealt with what I wanted to do. He said, but that was my starting point. And then I tinkered. And that right there, tinkering is part of this embracing your quest of going on the adventure of not knowing what's going to happen. You got a vague understanding of what you want to come up with. But when you tinker with stuff, you end up coming up with so much more stuff that it puts you into an adventurous and an inventor uh, stage where you start to re-engage with the, the magic that is around. So one of that one of the things that I am starting to do is to learn how to tinker by just tinkering. <laughs> and sometimes I have an idea of what I want, sometimes I don't. But tinkering is starting to not be so scary because I'm like, oh, okay, I ended up here. That's pretty good. <laughs> all right. And at the end of this, when it's all said and done, if you really kind of just be like, okay, the whole magic thing scares me. I don't know about all this stuff. All I know is I just want to live my life and not have to go through too much pain. I got you. And here is a practical thing because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm your practical priestess of wisdom, serving it up to you practically. And that is I want you to embrace the seeker's way. And to do that is actual practical ways to do it. Like the story of the guy I just told you, go and gather the information and the training you can. If you if you don't want to invest in a lot of money, go to one of the greatest schools that I can ever recommend, and that's going to be YouTube. Yes. And then the library is going to be Google. Yes. And then uh, your fellow students are going to be on groups. And uh, one of the areas I used to be afraid of, you know, I call this the student union. This is the hall where everybody hangs out. That's going to be Reddit. Mm-hmm. Find your good subreddit, ask you some questions. And then when you're ready to see what um, your peers have to say, go and ask a question or read up on Cura on what it is you're trying to do. And that's how you're going to gather the training and start teaching yourself. Because remember, I talked to you the other day, if you're not continuing to be in an ongoing course of self-teaching and self-training, self-education, you are sunk. So embrace the seeker's way by gathering your training and then keep going. Dare to innovate. And when you dare to innovate, dare to build, to break, to learn, and then ultimately achieve. And so that is how I want you to consider trusting the magic of the new beginnings because they're coming whether you want them to or not, baby. This is a double whammy, powerful time of transition and change. And the sky is, that's not even the limit. You can go to whatever you want to and you have um, a handicap in that you've got a lot of people putting out good energy into the world for new expectations of greatness to happen in their lives and in the lives of the whole world. So embrace it and own it and go and do it. All right. So guess what? 
Yep. My time is up. I thank you for yours. This has been Michelle Spivey, your Practical Priestess of Wisdom with another Wisdom Smack podcast. Don't forget to check the show notes and use our Amazon link at michellespivey.com forward slash AMZ. And I'm going to see you tomorrow. And that's going to do it for today's podcast of Wisdom Smack with Michelle Spiva. If you like this podcast, please help us get the word out. Like, comment, subscribe, and even share. And if you really like it, please help us continue to get the word out by considering using this show's link for Amazon. So when you want to go to Amazon and you do all of your general shopping, uh, please use michellespiva.com forward slash AMZ. It's simple as that. It doesn't cost you anything extra. And this show might receive a little bit of commission that will go towards helping to further get these episodes out to you and to others. So thank you so much for listening. This has been Michelle Spiva with Wisdom Smack. Bye.